You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Album Tunes, Here Before You Die. For this episode, we'll be talking about Peter Tosh, Legalize It. On the line, I got Rob. Oh, yeah. And Ben. Boop. Legalize It is the debut album by Peter Tosh, released in June 1976 on Virgin Columbia Records. Producer was Peter Tosh, and the genre is reggae. I'm going to read from the book Michael Woodsworth. A founder of the Whalers, Peter Tosh had recorded dozens of solo tracks during the band's decade-long rise from the Trenchtown ghetto to stardom, but it was only after fleeing Bob Marley's ever-expanding shadow that he kicked off his career in earnest. Although his first album, Legalize It, featured the Whalers' former supporting cast and Bunny Livingston's distinct harmonies, it showed off Tosh's unique forthright sound and versatility as a songwriter. The no-nonsense title track wields a driving bass line and fragmented melody that contrasts with Marley's winding phrasing. The simple refrain, legalize it, don't criminalize it, got the song banned on Jamaican radio. The mystical Let Jobby Praise features a reggae prayer of evocation over thunder and lightning dub effects. Tosh also veers from melancholy introspective from the uh, many-layered Why Must I Cry to angry tongue lashings of his enemies on the deceptively pretty burial. Another Tosh trademark, Brutal Irony, comes through on What You Gonna Do, which uses cheeky synth riffs and a bouncing chorus to tell a parable of a ghetto family destroyed by a marijuana-related arrest. The album is less politically focused than Tosh's later work, but listeners love his exuberance. And the cover image of him smoking marijuana in a marijuana field, the album charted at number 54 on the UK, uh, staking Tosh's claim to Marley's place atop reggae's emerging pantheon. All right, what did we think of Peter Tosh and legalize it? I, I, I liked it. I This is the first bit of reggae that I've enjoyed. This is uh, surprising to me too, Birch. You, you're, you're into the reggae. I, this fucking record, yeah, man, it 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 spoke to me. I don't know what what's different. It might be the song length, it might be his delivery, but yeah, it fucking, I dug I dug this whole thing. I like it better than Natty Dread. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Natty Dread was a bit pop polish, had those horns. This just there's something about this laid back feel that Peter Tosh is able to come across. It's a bit more rock. Um, I was. In my research, a lot of people said he integrated more rock and roll into this element, into Jamaican music in reggae. I don't think it strays too far into rock and roll territory, but it it lays back on the 
production of like horns and other things that are associated with reggae music and and kind of just lets it be. I didn't know that horns were that associated with reggae. Um, I mean, I guess Burning Spear, they were all over that that record. Um, yeah. The Whalers. I mean, there was a lot in the Whalers. And I mean, there's a lot later, too. It was very much in the first wave of ska music, too, which is pretty closely associated. I mean, not, not a whole big horn section or anything. Not talking Mighty Mighty Boston's here, but... Hmm. Rita That's Marley's it. singing on this album also. There's a lot of ex-whalers here. Or not ex-whalers, uh, still whalers, but uh, but just also here. Did, did I read wrong? I thought Bob Marley was on uh, on track five, Why Must I Cry? Unless he's just got writing credits on it. He has writing credits. confirm or deny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do see the writing credit there. Yeah, he does have writing credits. I don't think he sings on... No, he's not on the album. Just writing credits. But Bunny Whaler's on here. He also had an album that came out same year. So they're kind of stretching their... It's, it's a bit of the Whalers are starting to branch out into their different personalities. Well, I read that they both quit the Whalers like they in seventy four because oh. because the the whatever label that they were working with wasn't going to give them any credence to do solo records. So they both they both quit. I just <laughs> I can't understand that though. I mean, if you have really talented musicians, why not give them give them a solo record? What's it What's it gonna hurt? So that that's the thing the label wouldn't have let him have solo records. Yeah, there was a dude. Uh, this fellow's name was Chris Blackwell, and he was the president of Island Records, and he refused to issue solo records to either of uh, either Bunny or uh, Peter Tosh. Man, uh, that doesn't so- make sense. They're already under contract. Just why don't you make money coming and going? I don't know, but from that point, uh, Tosh referred to Blackwell as White Worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, I love it. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, I, that, the one thing that I was confused about is, so then CBS released the solo stuff in 76, but it was CBS and Island both. And Island was the one that wouldn't do it. So I guess there was some sort of contract related thing where CBS just kind of teamed up with Island to put out the, the first record. Because after that, he jumped ship to uh, the Rolling Stones record, I think. I think it. I, I think it's just like the, uh, like the, this is all like pop song format and length and i think that's what's keeping me here Um, but i thought the whalers had a pretty short i mean they have pretty short songs they have pretty easy to digest songs that are catchy maybe i had a tummy ache the last time i did a whalers record (laughs) i don't know i must have been in a sour mood i don't remember liking uh nappy dread though i i don't think that i like that album at all how about Catch a Fire? Do you remember that one at all, Bobby? Uh, I don't think I was here for Catch a Fire. If you like this, you might like Catch a Fire. It's got like Stir It Up and stuff on it. Like it's pop songs, Concrete Jungle, Stir It Up. I mean, I like I like both those songs. So yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I was just in a sour mood. And now I'm in a better mood. And this, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I was. Uh, I had to go get dog food from Costco today, and you know, you got to fucking mask up and do all that shit right now, and. Uh, listening to this while walking through the the fucking hordes in that place was very soothing <laughs> was a, that's nice a little vac- vaca- mental vacation from little, costco a little, little mental <laughs> vacation from all of the horrors surrounding me so. <laughs> i did want to ask about the the tempo because this album has one as far as i can tell pretty much one tempo 
Is every... that tempo called reggae? Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's a little more diverse on some of the Whalers stuff. Uh, even Marcus Garvey, um, they kind of mixed it up. Peter Tosh has one tempo, and especially for this album. It is the laid back jam tempo. That's a so good point. So we're sitting right around uh, a buck 20, buck 18. I would say less than that. I, I, I'm counting my one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three. I can tell you. I, I, I can't tap it right now, but I, I think that we're sitting just a little bit below one, one eighteen. Yeah. Is there a problem with that? Do you have a, do you have an issue no, with, I, with I, the, I don't, or it, it, it it, it it doesn't it doesn't drag it doesn't plod it's it's just as fast as it should be. What are we it's sitting uh, at? Ben? Eighty. Yeah. Shit. I was gonna say right around eighty, seventy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's eighty. <laughs> Fine by me. Yeah. Life at eighty beats per minute is not a bad life. I wish I was on the beach. <laughs> yeah, I right. I wish, I wish I was on a private beach with no one around me. With this record <laughs> and some sunscreen and a 12 pack in a cooler, ice down. That sounds uh, wonderful. A 12 pack of tropical drinks in coconuts? Uh, no, I would just go with uh, some shitty domestic beer or some red stripe if I'm feeling, uh, feeling Ooh, fancy. Oh, yeah. That, that does sound <laughs> we nice. We should have got yeah. red stripe. A nice, skunky red stripe. <laughs> 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 that you've that you've kept in your car. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the trunk. There wasn't direct sunlight. I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. Uh, I find it so fascinating, though, that you know, uh, America is European countries are starting to uh, legalize it, as the song would denote, and Jamaica is still still not there. Yeah, man. Really? I wrote that down. Still legal in Jamaica. No shit. I, I've never been to Jamaica, and I just assumed it was legal in yeah, Jamaica. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. No. Yeah, small small amounts right now are petty offenses, um, and it's re- legal for religious purposes. Yeah. But, yeah, o- overall, not definitely not legal. Like, I figured that after 1976 and then like maybe by 1980 with how good that song is, everything would have just been legal. It is not. That that song is such a good, you know, just plain spoken defense for legalizing it. Right? Like, here's a list of all the different occupations where high-functioning members smoke it. Here's a list of all the ailments that it could cure, including tuberculosis (laughs) and and, uh, umara composis. Which is a uh, menstrual pain. <laughs> Into it. This, yeah, this. I mean, with how with how fucking brutal the cops are in Jamaica, holy shit! Like, like everyone's getting paid like on the drug side. There's no reason for them to legalize it because otherwise yeah. they'd have they, their revenues would be fucking dr- brought down. Like they're fucking brutal. They beat the fuck out of this guy. Like on multiple occasions for smoking weed, like hospitalization bad, like beat the fuck out of him. Is Peter is Peter Tosh not Rastafarian? Uh, he is Rastafari, or he was Rastafarian. They they all got super into uh, Rastafarianism 
while uh, Bob Marley was up in Delaware with his mom working at a Chrysler plant. And when he came back, everyone was like into Rastafarianism and he got into the spiritual side. And so yeah, at the time, was it not even legal nope. for religious purposes? It was not legal for li- religious purposes. The man's ahead of his time. <clears throat> for certain. So, uh, the cops and the government did try to suppress this song, which, which absolutely backfired on them. Uh, like the, the the song would have been big already coming from Peter Tosh and and uh, addressing this subject matter, but then also like once public gets wind that the man doesn't want you to hear it, you know it just it, it blew up. Yeah, that's yeah, dry sand effect. The absolute dry sand effect. <laughs> <laughs> prolific uh band everyone knows bob marley okay what's what's next for the whalers oh peter tosh is going to release a solo album it's about smoking weed which everyone does you know but obviously the man doesn't want you to hear it yeah it's it's there's no way it's not going to you know hit the charts or sell a bunch of copies so the last track on here brand new secondhand I now know is not about clock repair. <laughs> no, no, it is not. <laughs> What's what it is it about? What's it about there, Ben? I, I, I couldn't tell you what the song's actually about. I, I didn't listen that closely to lyrics, but just from the chorus, I gathered it's like a brand new secondhand item, not getting a brand new second counting hand for a timepiece. I thought it was about a lady <laughs> who was running around. <laughs> An unscrupulous. Uh, that it very well could be. I, uh, I, I spent most of this week thinking it was about clocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys go about listening to Eric Clapton's 2013 rendition of No Sympathy? No, no I did not. No. Yeah, that got like. Do I need to? <laughs> it got serious airplay uh, like back 2013. Like it never, it didn't appear on the record that he was recording at that point in time, but it was all over the streaming internet stuff. And oddly enough, it's actually pretty good. Hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's not bad Clapton. Like it's actually a pretty, it's a really well done cover of it. Um, I prefer the original, but yeah, he uh, did that in 2013. So um, Clapton does reggae, no sympathy or I shot the sheriff. Oh, no sympathy. Okay. No, no, no sympathy is much better. Okay. <clears throat> um, also, things that while well, I was trying to find the uh, the album on the internet to to look up some information on it, uh, this is not the uh, fifth EP by the Cottonmouth Kings. It turns out this is uh, this is a, a different thing by Peter Tosh. Oh, uh, yes, Cottonmouth oh. Kings have a <laughs> they, they they named uh, their fifth EP "Legalize It." Uh, Cottonmouth with a K. <laughs> <laughs> 
which uh, <laughs> produced by uh, Brad Daddy X <laughs> of Doggy Style fame, which I came to find out that Doggy Style was a skate punk band in the uh, the early '80s out of uh, California. I didn't realize. So, did the Cottonmouth Kings actually do this song? They no, they, they just they didn't named do their, the, the legalize it. No, I, they didn't. They, cover prob, it. Pro- probably it's at some point they have, but it is not on that record. Rob, very similarly, uh, when I was researching uh, Fela Kuti's zombie album today, I was alerted by Wikipedia not to be confused with uh, the zombie EP by American metalcore band The Devil Wears Prada. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Goodness, because I I, I always get them conflated. (laughs) It's amazing. I'm glad to see that $20 I gave Wikipedia a year ago is going to good use. <laughs> uh, Earthquake, brimstone, <laughs> lightning. These are, uh, we're listening to let, uh, what uh, Igzabir, parentheses, let Job be praised right now in our cans. And uh, I believe Peter Tosh is telling you all the stuff that that Ja has the capability of doing to, to, to your, maybe your, your, your non-believing ass. I don't know what, who's getting the, the, the brimstone in this scenario. Does anyone know? Well, people who don't, don't follow Ja. people who are in are, the devil. Are we getting the brimstone in this scenario? Probably. I'm, hmm. I'm definitely, I'm definitely getting the brimstone in this scenario. I, I don't really enjoy being high all that much, <laughs> uh, which is a pretty big part of, part of this song oh it's like cilantro to me like everyone tells me it's great and it still just tastes like soap and i i I, you know i've gotten to the point where i can like get an edible down to a certain milligram dose and it's still not as fun as just a couple of beers for me so i I don't know um i think it's also like cilantro to me but I like cilantro. It's green and tastes great. <laughs> it's green and, and just really rounds out the meal. <laughs> uh, I did want to say this one is a lot less political. Well, some people said it was lighter um, than his later albums, but a lot of people thought maybe that's why it succeeded so well and it hit the charts and people really respond to this album is because it's a bit more playful. It's It doesn't... Um, is his later stuff a departure? Uh, it's not a departure musically, but a bit more political, a bit more upfront in your face. There's less sense of humor. Um, and yeah, maybe this, uh, these sort of like playful elements of this one. Are you tell me there's no catchy shooby on the, uh, on the future ones. Yeah, probably not. What's a catchy oh, should be? I don't know many things about it, but I know that if it drops, it will pop. And and you need to catch a shooby, I guess. You got to catch Is it a bubble? Shubi. Is it a delicate glass pipe? I don't know. Is you I don't thought, want it to drop. I thought maybe or it was a, a bottle pop. of ketchup. <laughs> oh yeah. But I also thought the uh past the is it past the duchy on the right-hand side? It's the duchy. Yeah, I I thought that was weed for a very long time until it was it's like, not? oh, that, it's just a pot. <laughs> yeah, pot, man. But no, it's like, it's like an actual like pot of like a a pot with pot with a handle. Was it? Is it not like slang? No, it's not. 
are they just hungry? Is yes. <laughs> it's it's like passing the is, uh, is the musical... rolls around to the right. <laughs> <laughs> so musical youth is just hungry kids. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> What's the catchy shooby? Uh, man, hard to tell. It could be it could be several different things. One being sexual term meaning a man throwing and the woman catching or I guess whatever whatever <laughs> catching a shooby. Oh, is that off uh, that uh, board, boards.straightdope.com? Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, oh, there's an Urban Dictionary listing. Yeah, Urban Dictionary. Uh, wasting di- time doing an activity that feels good. I don't know. I don't know either. I like the things that just nice bottle of Heinz 57. <laughs> the classic. Rob, do you want to start a CBD condiment company called Ketchy Shibby? I totally do. All right. I, th- I think uh, I think that's a good thousand dollar idea right there. Some nice, uh, <laughs> some nice smoked fermented ketchup. Yes. Oh man. Oh man. That actually, that, I, I think that'd be good, man. I think that'd be be very good. All right, Bert, you're gonna have to edit that part out. I don't know anyone's stealing our <laughs> yeah. patent pending. Patent pending. Patent, patent pending. pending. Patent pending. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know where he was coming back from, but like he was like coming back from the airport gets to his place and uh, some fella that he had helped like try to get a job after getting out of prison uh, named Dennis LeBon. Uh, like he and like some other dudes like took him to the house and were like, Hey, we're, you know, give us all your money. And he was like, I don't have any money on me. So they go into the house and they're trying to get him to like, give the money that's in the house. He doesn't have any money in the house. Some dudes, like, uh, some buddies of his start showing up, like a disc jockey and uh, just, I think, some other musician. And uh, there was a couple of ladies in the house, too. But ultimately, like, that dude and the other guy just started shooting sporadically. And fucking, like, he caught two in the head and died. Uh, The other two dudes died. And uh, the ladies all got wounded. Holy shit. Yeah, just like a fucking botched robbery, like that ended incredibly violently. Yeah, that was in '87. Like, yeah, yeah, it just just got fucking shot dead for no real reason by a dude who tried to help earlier. Man, no good deed. Mm -mm. Yeah, fucking terrible. Yeah, I think this this is going to be the only one of his records that we have in here, which is why I brought it up. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a sad story. I mean, there's so much brutalism um, within the government and oppression in uh, Jamaica uh, uh, sort of surrounding Peter Tosh and, you know, Rastafarianism. And it's, it's interesting. I I always find it very uh, strange to listen to reggae music because it always feels a bit like, well, a lot they're talking about the man and being down, but at the same time, it's kind of like, it feels uplifting. It feels easygoing. Um, but maybe that's the type of music that you want to, you want to hear, uh, when you have to, uh, be around that kind of stuff. There's some self-medication as well. Yeah. I mean, I think you could draw a pretty distinct parallel between that and the, uh, the gospel stuff that was happening, like in the South, like the, the, the birth of rock and roll was, was off of the backs of those songs. So yeah, man, uh, sucks that 44 years later, shit's not that much better. Than tell me, tell me what you gonna do when your will runs dry. What you gonna do when your will.
Man, there's, there's, you don't miss your water till your well runs dry, but uh, that's a different song. I don't, uh, is there an original of this one? There, there's a version of this one that the Whalers did that was more ska, but I think it's from like a, like a, uh, an American like musician that they were covering for that. So it, it, it credits uh, Tosh Livingston. Who's this Livingston cat? That's Bunny Whaler, Bunny Livingston. Oh, then fuck. Maybe it is their own. It, it definitely borrows a lot from like the, the country song that like the birds also covered on Sweetheart of the Rodeo that you don't miss your water oh, till your yeah. well runs dry. There's like a lot of like similar. It's a different song, but very similar metaphor and, and imagery and, and, and delivery, you know? This is actually my favorite song on the record. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. Just great pop song. Yeah. It's got like the, uh, you know, like kind of like uh, wistful yearning verses and then the ho- chorus is just like up-tempo with that hook, get your toe tapping, you know? Yeah. Good formula. Man, imagine how many horrible covers of this song there are. <laughs> Oh, imagine, sure the, uh, imagine the open mics that you've accidentally been to where this <laughs> this came out of a, a, a white dude with Birkenstocks <laughs> and some cargo shorts and uh, his, his acoustic guitar. <laughs> oh, hey, if you're not into this one, don't worry. I'll be doing Wagon Wheel next. <laughs> <laughs> the Lou Reed version. The Lou, the Lou Reed Wagon <laughs> Oh, wheel. yes, yes. Classic song off Transformer. Uh, yeah, man. I still need to get uh, like uh, occasionally when, whenever we're allowed to do shows again. Good God, this has been forever. Um, yeah, cat casual. Like you'll get the one asshole in the crowd yelling "wagon wheel," and I've I've been meaning to tell William, like, dude, we should just fucking straight up learn the trans like the Transformer version of that because that's a great song. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. that'd, that'd be fucking perfect. Is shouting it, wagon wheel the new shouting Freebird? Yes. Is it just like for millennials version of Freebird? Yeah, I guess. Except Freebird's a good song and Wagon Wheel fucking sucks. I don't hate hey. Wagon Wheel, but it's oh, so oh, you like Wagon Wheel? Very then. much overplayed. <laughs> it's, it's overplayed. What, what was it? It was Bob Dylan wrote it. Was it from the basement tapes, but never released and unfinished? And then Old Crow Medicine Show like like finished whatever was missing from it, released it. I, I don't hate it at face value. I just don't ever want to hear it again. Yeah. You know what you do want to hear again is legalize it by Peter. I do. I do. I do. I I would love to hear that again. This is great for the summer too, man. I'm surprised we never got any, uh, any Desmond Decker on this project. It's true. Speaking of summer music. Yeah. Desmond Decker and any of that early ska, First wave, all that, yeah, paradigms, all that kind of music. I, I, I don't know. It just seemed like they skipped over it. Yeah, like whatever well, album, whatever album had Israelites on it. You know, like throw that one on. I mean, don't worry. We're we're, we're going to get plenty of no doubt and some, I'm uh, curious. sublime. Yeah, I'm very Scavuvi and the Epitones, some Slackers, some Scavosis, some. Oh, uh, Wait, wait, wait. We're not getting scavosis. <laughs> no, no, so, some real big fish, some goldfinger. Christian uh, ska juggernaut scavosis. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they were Christian. 
<laughs> Don't forget the OC supertones. <laughs> Let's not forget Metascopheles. <laughs> I'm a really. I'll be interested to see how many more reggae albums we have after Peter Tosh. Um, I mean, I guess we could get like a Bunny Whaler or I don't even know. How long was the the era of you know reggae and popular popular music like reggae making headlines? Right. It seems like mid mid seventies is like the sweet spot for that, right? Yeah, I could see us getting a dub album, King Tubby or or one of those other. That'd be cool. I, I don't know much dub. Yeah, I could see us. And then get, we'll definitely getting be getting like you know second wave two tone stuff, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I specials mean specials are coming the, up. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the the amount of influence that like the reggae movement had on the British youth is it can't be discounted. Like, right. We don't get the clash without this. Like, Nope. You know, and I think we're at least going to get a couple of those records. So yeah, all the, if we don't, I quit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. What do you think? Brand new secondhand, man. Yeah. You can just call me old Rasta four eyes over here. Um, (laughs) I love it. Uh, I, I like the whole goddamn record. Uh, there wasn't a song on it like that I would have kicked off, and I've got four stars out of what nine track? Or sorry, I've got seven stars out of uh, nine tracks. Wow, yeah, that's a lot of stars. Yeah, it, this is a really good record, and I would recommend it to anybody. Total positive. Man, yeah, man, legalize it. I I agree with the sentiment, and it's a it's a good <laughs> album. It's definitely easily accessible as far as reggae albums go. Like you mentioned, it brings in a lot of rock influences. The songs are pop length and it's got a lot of personality, a lot of catchy hooks. It never wears out its welcome on, on any kind of idea or concept. It keeps it moving and, and then it gets in and out in like what, less than like 40 minutes, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Positive for me. I like it. Keeps it moving is absolutely right, man. Like it, it, the, the, this album never, never slows down enough to get boring. Like right. it, it's, it's, it's just great fucking like pop songs. Yeah. It doesn't drop off and it has really well, well uh, crafted songs. I mean, that's all there. Sometimes that's all you need. It, it doesn't have to be something that's this wild innovation. It's just solid from front to back. And it vibes, man. Put this on in your boombox and go outside and wash your car on a hot day. <laughs> put put this in your ear balls and go to Costco and, <laughs> and just <laughs> dodge people while you're trying to get some fucking dog food and strawberries. Just, <laughs> just glide right through with your six-foot cart. Positive for me. I'm into it. Cool. Next time we'll be talking about Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life. Water it, I think so. From his chambers, and the earth is satisfied, so satisfied, he maketh the grass to grow for animals, John made the herd for man, he made the herd for man, John made the herd for man. Fret not thyself. Cause of evil doers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down. 
cut down like grass, and they shall wither like 